If you find the real estate market stressful, confusing, and complicated, then you've come to the right place. Stay tuned as Randy and his expert guests dispel the myths and give you a dose of reality. It's Real Estate Revealed. And here's your host, Chicagoland's premier home appraiser, Randy Barcella. A very enthusiastic and exciting welcome to Real Estate Revealed, and I am Randy Barcella. It is always a joy for me to be with you every Sunday morning. I'm happy that you tuned in. Hey, today's packed show, and yes, we do have a packed show. Is it still a seller's market? Well, in studio is the premier realtor from Keller Williams Preferred in Orland Park. Yeah, that's Lena Mataria. Also, the pros and cons of debt and leverage. Oh, my gosh. And who else to tell us this? Yeah, Brad Heddock. He's the president and owner of Commercial Lending X. Also, a home inspector. Is he also a code inspector? True or false? I don't know. Um, but he's got it. I don't know. I, I think I know, but I don't know. And we're going to let this gentleman debunk the myths versus reality. And he's the expert himself in all of the Midwest. Yeah, this Charlie Belfontaine from Chicagoland Home Inspectors, Inc. Wow. Also, alternative real estate investor and seller opportunities going on right now by the Teresa Mueller. And Teresa Mueller is the managing broker owner of the Trellium Group. And do you need an attorney in Illinois on your real estate purchases? We'll find out from the premier real estate attorney himself. Yeah, that's Vincent Oricchio. And lastly, what purchases makes more sense now for a buyer? A single family home or maybe a condo is your type or townhouse? We've got Mark McKenna, the premier realtor from Baron Warner in studio. Happy Sunday morning, everybody. Good morning, morning. everyone. Lena Mataria, I like this topic. Is it a uh, seller's market still? Yeah, so as we're strolling into fall, there seems to be a change in the market, which we all know is typical. We always get different changes in different markets. Um, As the season changes, you never know if it's going to be a typical fall where inventory starts to linger a little bit, a little longer than it normally does. Um, Some people just don't like moving during the fall season period because either they have children, they don't want to move school districts. But um, what we started noticing the most is after the past 18 months where it's been a whirlwind, we've all heard of all the crazy stories that have been going on. Uh, agents and buyers were coming together to come up with strategies to secure homes uh, because almost every single home turned into a multiple offer situation, pretty much no matter where it was. We were seeing well over asking prices, appraisal gaps, people were buying as is, and some people were also waiving inspections, which is something I can never comprehend, but to each their own. Some people feel they need to do what they need to do. I don't know if you've seen this, but as an appraiser, I've seen... The last 30 days, there's not the 10 multiple offers anymore. No. And pe- some people are telling me, Randy, I told my attorney to kill the deal in the five days that we had to go over everything because I was afraid I was a part of the frenzy for a year. Bye, bye, bye. Overbid the next person. I, and I don't want to overpay. And now they're saying, let's chill down a little bit. Let's talk to our realtor. Let's That's figure correct. things out. Slow down. Take a breath. And a lot of people, they did give up. They just felt like if they couldn't secure their home, maybe it wasn't meant for them to move right now. Yeah, yeah. And they just didn't want to overpay or pay the appraisal gap to make sure they secure a home because they just felt like they were starting their loan underwater in in their point of view. Um, So what, what I'm huge on is communicating with industry professionals and always having organic conversations of what's going on in other people's businesses, such as the attorneys I work with and other loan officers and other real estate agents. 
just to kind of have an idea because what I see, I'm very active. I work with 50% sellers and buyers, so I'm able to see a really good balance in my area. But I like to know what's going on in Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana as a whole. Um, so I have been noticing that homes are starting to sit on the market longer. They're not selling in the first week or few days even. Um, and we've been noticing price drops. From all my years and years, years in the business and everybody here, this real estate goes in cycles and yes. not everything lasts forever. So we're on this big bell curve about frenzy, 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 buy everything in sight for the last year, almost year and 10 months now. Maybe we're- yes, and it's still like that in some in some areas, and you know most homes, especially if they're moving ready. And it's okay. This is healthy yeah. to chill it's out. So healthy. Take, but, take a break. Yeah. So you just need to really analyze what you're looking to do. If you are looking to sell, right now is the time to really evaluate your home. Reach out to a local real estate professional like myself and get an analysis. See what your equity looks like. When you see the numbers. That's where you decide if it makes sense to sell now or if you should just wait and you see. And you know what? I don't see rates going up anytime soon because a couple of loan officers told me that because of the economy, they're not going to be going because of inflation. There would be yeah. inflation created if the rates were low, were a lot higher. Yeah, I can what see I'm rates going but, up if the prices significantly started okay. to come down. Um, there's, I've got so much information in my balance, mind. I get you know? stuck in all my thoughts. <laughs> yeah. So that's where if you're looking to sell, of course, analyze the market, see if it's the right position for you. Make sure that what you're looking for is actually realistic and within reach. So you don't put yourself in a bad situation. Um, I had a colleague in my office yesterday, another realtor. She's had a house on the market for 10 days and I had a conversation with her. Her seller is eager to figure out what's going on and kind of was telling her, if you don't get me a buyer by Friday, I'm going to go a different direction. What? And she's marketed the property, done an open house, lots of activity. But because the owner wanted to try top of the budget, top, top of the price range on listing. This is not six months ago. Exactly. It's and not- it's very important for people to understand that things change. And it's yep. very important to work with the change. Lena, I've for as long as I've known you, you always come on the show and you say, it's about communication. Let's sit down and talk. Yes. It's about communication, working with your community, understanding each person has their own individual needs and working with them. I've never heard you talk about price or commission. Let's talk. Everybody's situation's different. Yeah. But it's also about expectations. Yes. And setting those expectations for your clients, I think, is huge, especially when you're with a professional such as yourself. And that's Charlie Belfontaine. We always want to exceed those expectations. But it sounds like you're or that person's client really had unrealistic expectations. Exactly. So her house, yeah, it was a nice house, but it needed updates and people need to look at the whole. It had an unfinished basement. Not everyone wants to walk in, pay top price of what someone's asking just to come in and do renovation. So that's where you have to be a bit more. So flexible. there are changes going on now. There's cycles in real estate, but We're entering I am, a new cycle. I'm still seeing multiple offers still going on. Yep, just not yep. on every so house. Like location it was. by location. Yes. Well, how could someone get a hold of you, Lena? You could call me at 708. 708- Seven three seven four 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 four. Again, that's a number you could call or text me at seven zero eight seven three seven four 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 four. Do you have a website too? I do. It's called theresultsmoveyou.com. I love it. Hey, you speak Arabic too. Say hello yes. to everybody. I hope everyone is doing well. Fantastic. Oh my gosh, Lena Matarita. She's so fantastic Thank on you. the show. One, she's one of the tops in the industry here, and I'm so happy and lucky I that I met her. It. Wow. Hey, moving right along here, we've got so much great information. The pros and cons of debt and leverage with commercial loans. And we've got the president here himself, uh, Brad Hedda, Commercial Lending X. 
Well, good morning. I wanted to spend a little bit of time this morning talking about the pros and cons of debt and leverage. One of the first things most of my customers ask me is, uh, you know, how much of a property can I finance and how little can I get away with putting down? You know, I'm buying this apartment building. What leverage can I get? And what is my down payment? Or if they're looking to refinance, how much cash out can I get? How much leverage can I put on my property? And although these are important questions to ask, I think a lot of customers don't look at the bigger picture like you were just talking about and understand there are other things that can factor in and impact what you're trying to do. And getting the lowest down payment not may not always make the most sense. Um, first, people need to understand that each institution, whether it's a bank or non-bank lender, they have a policy that they follow. And oftentimes in their policy, there's a maximum loan to value they'll do on certain types of assets. And then on top of the policy, there's also their practice internally. So even though their policy, like a bank's policy might say, we won't lend more than 80% on an owner-occupied property, they may market that they maximum 75%, and they kind of leave that 80% in their back pocket as like the exception to the rule. So we, I'm aware of a community bank in Chicago right now that actually their policy is 80% on owner-occupied real estate, but they're so nervous about um, how businesses are doing right now in this environment due to COVID that their max as a uh, procedure right now that they're doing or as a practice is 65 to 70% on owner-occupied. So if you're a borrower and you don't know that, that lender's telling you that, but there may be something better available or there may be an exception to the rule. That's a lot of wiggle room, isn't it? It, it can be quite a bit of wiggle room. Um, but the question that you need to ask whenever you do an acquisition, it does leverage make sense? And I'll give you a specific example. We have a client uh, earlier this year that was looking, uh, runs a tire business, was looking to buy a location that they operate out of via the SBA 7A loan product, which is, which is a product administered by the Small Business Administration. We have the option in some cases to finance 100% of a property that they're acquiring that they're going to move their business into it. They qualified for this acquisition and they decided to go that direction. And that's a variable rate loan product, but it made sense for them because they're continuing to grow and they wanted to keep their cash fresh for opening new stores. Wow, I love the story, but I'm not going to rush you at all. We're coming up to a quick break. That's Brad Hedick. He's the president and owner of Commercial Lending X. And boy, this is some great information that I want to hear more of. But we're coming to a quick break. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host. Thank you all so much for making this your Sunday habit. And happy Sunday morning, everybody. We'll be right back. You're listening to Real Estate Revealed with Randy Barcella. It's so good. It's so And it's always so good to be with you every Sunday morning. Good morning, America. Welcome back to the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show. Enjoy it every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host. And right before the break, we were talking with Brad Hedick, the president and owner of Commercial Lending X. And he's got some great news about the pros and cons of debt and leverages. Good morning, Brad. Yeah, so to get back to what I was saying before the break, um, we had a client, tire store, buying the property, decided to go with an SBA 7A product, which is a variable rate product, but we were able to get them 100% financing. And they went that route to keep that cash fresh in their pocket for growing in the future. But there is another product out there, also Small Business Administration 504 product, 
that offers a long-term fixed rate. And they would have qualified for that, but they would have been required to put 10% down. So this was a situation where this client chose to go with the little bit higher rate product and the variable rate to preserve cash versus taking the long-term fixed rate product. So my point is, is sometimes there's a reason why you'd want to take more leverage, but then there's plenty of reasons why you would not. Had this been the only purchase they were doing and they were going to hold this property long term, it would have made way more sense for them to put that 10 percent down and lock. Makes in sense. That Makes sense. Rate. But there's also a consideration of how quickly you can close as well. Right. Well, yeah, that'll certainly factor into the type of. Product and that's Teresa Miller. Use. Yeah. So. um and another good example is a lot of banks won't do cash out or won't do a lot of cash out on a commercial investment property. If they do, they're probably going to cash out up to 60, 60 I thought that just 70%. went on in residential. But no, it makes sense. If you want to expand your business, you've got to take cash out. You may want to buy inventory. Um, right. People may want to buy inventory. They may want to pull equity out of a property they bought in to rehab expand. to buy something else. Um, so a lot of banks will hold back how much cash out they'll give, but the banks are going to give you the best okay. rate in the market. Now, there's non-bank lenders. They'll lend all the way up to 75% cash out on commercial investment properties, owner-occupied commercial properties, but you're going to look at a half a point to as much as a 2% bump in the interest rate, depending on what that loan-to-value is. Brad, it's a great time to buy residential, but every time you're on the show, it's a great time to borrow money for commercial. Yeah, r- rates are still at very low are very low um, you can get good loan to values on properties you can get leverage out um, right now values appear to have been going up so there's room to make movement. and a lot of businesses are not locked into 5 10 15 year leases anymore because of the last two year changes yeah it's been wow. interesting so Brad I'm not a money guy can you just tell me what leverage means I'm I'm sorry yeah so when he wants talk- uh, that's Charlie Belfontaine asked about what leverage means yeah, so when we talk about leverage, it's how much debt you can put on an asset. So most banks identified with real estate as a loan to value. So if you got a property worth a million dollars, you can get up to a 75% loan to value. That would be $750,000 on that million dollar property. Thank you. So, um, so the last thing I just want to say is that um, there are a lot of options available out there. You want to be careful. You don't always want to over leverage. Um, certainly a lot of borrowers who had over leveraged before the Great Recession got hurt following the Great Recession because those assets dropped in value when they went to refinance that they couldn't, they'd struggle to get approvals because their loan to value was too high and was outside of a lot of banks' loan policies, which caused them either have to put up additional collateral or pay debt down. But uh, we're happy to look at any opportunity anybody has give them all the options that are available, non-bank, traditional bank, SBA, discuss what leverage makes the best sense for them. And you know what? I'm so excited that you're, you've been on the show for so long because we're the only radio station, the radio show in Chicagoland that has a commercial industrial lender on the show. That's amazing. How can somebody get a hold of you? Yes. Yeah, so best way is my phone, 630-988-4852. Slow down one more time. 630 988 Four eight five two, or check us out on our website, Commercial Lending X. That's xsnxray.com. Fantastic, Brad Hedick. You know, if you want to get to know about everybody on the show, get out to the website, realestaterevealed.com, R E V E A L E D.com. There's testimonies, biographies, phone numbers for everybody, emails, just amazing. And not only are we the uh, one of the only shows, probably the only radio show with a commercial and industrial lender part of the team all the time, we've got the premier 
commercial industrial retail real estate expert with us all the time. And that's Teresa Mueller. Uh, she's the managing broker owner of the Trellium Group. And you're talking about alternative methods with investors or seller opportunities. Teresa Mueller, good morning. Good morning. Thank you very much, Randy. So um, does any, anyone know where I just came back from my recent trip? Where'd you go? Probably You're South pretty America. famous. South That's America. <laughs> you were on stage. You were with some VIPs. I think I saw you in New York City. With A-Rod. <laughs> yeah. So I did just come back from New York City to eat. I mean, go to a conference. And, and you mean drink? Eat. <laughs> oh, no. eat. Yeah, I did eat, and I could feel it in my suit right now because I ate too much while I was in New York City. But I went to New York City to, see, to go to this new conference, C5, which I talked about in a previous show. And I'm also going to be going to the NAR uh, conference coming up in November. I will plan on going to Mipham in France. And you say, well, why, why do you care? Why does anyone care about me going to these? Why would the audience care? Well, because I want to talk about alternate options for sellers and investors, right? We tend to think of real estate as local, right? Like I open That's my why business. you're as successful and as good as you are because <laughs> you don't just sit at your office waiting for listings to come in. <laughs> yeah. You're out there. It's you're, hard you're for participating. me to sit more than five minutes for sure. Um, so when we're at all these different conferences, because we're thinking, you know, you and I, we typically say, okay, real estate's local, right? Where you live, where you're doing business. But it's more than just a local uh, uh practice now. It is both regional and uh, international. And so the reason it's super important is I'm meeting with people who are global investors, right? Like right now I have several uh, investors working with, and they're not just working in Chicago. They're going to the, all the top 25 MSA. And they cannot find out about your listings and opportunities in Chicago and in Naperville because they're, it's not in the MLS. You have to be there in person. Well, I mean, yes, obviously you want to publicize it, but you also want to talk about opportunities, right? So these investors yes, that are coming forth, yeah. they have, like, for example, one, they're looking for $50 million to $300 million um, assets, single tenancy, right? So if that's something that you think, hey, I have this in my portfolio and this is the time for me to what sell. What a dream to find clients like that at a convention. <laughs> and so, Endless money. And there's a ton of 1031 money. You're probably seeing that out there where... Uh, you know, people are doing exchanges. They want to defer their taxes. And so they're looking for buying opportunities right now. Uh, also have another investor working with, they're looking for quality hotels, right? The hotels were not doing so well during the pandemic, but that's not going to be forever, right? The, we're planning that going forward that we're going to go back to travel, right? I, I mean, I've already gone back to travel. I already started spending money at hotels in New York City. They're not at full occupancy, but the investors know that these are going to come back. So there is a lot of money out there. And, you know, if you have something that you're starting to think about selling, whether it's for retiring, uh, to exchange asset classes, uh, move up, uh, you know, like even if it's something small, say you have a four-unit multifamily and you say, okay, well, I prefer to be in a larger amount of units, 12 to, to 50 or whatever, there is a lot of money out there. Um, and then, you know, of course, like with Brad, you know, I'm buying office space in uh, downtown Naperville for my office right now. And so you want to think about, is it cash? Is it financing uh, in this international crowd? But I'm telling you, in the international, they're doing both, but there is a lot of cash. And that's why I'm meeting with all these different investors on a regular basis. And that wouldn't be happening unless I'm going to New York City. Going to, uh, well, this time it's San Diego. A couple years ago, it was San Francisco. Uh, the conference is coming up in March 
is uh, MIPM. That's going to France, southern France. And that's where we talk about all the international big real estate deals that you can, whether you want to be an investor or want to be involved to sell your investments to these um, different companies and group of investors. Well, and the connections you make with something like this are huge for local businesses you work with who may want to sell out of state or may want to open an additional office out of state. I have to imagine it's just phenomenal. Right. And so, you know, do we always land something today, tomorrow, next month? It could be several years before something really matriculates, but you have to always keep in mind. But you networked, you networked and you were in person with them. They get a feel of who you are. Right. It's so it's all about future opportunities. It's and, not about now. <laughs> and certainly Zoom was helpful in that meeting, but certainly when you go there in person, it's a completely different vibe. You are connecting at a completely different level. Teresa, how can somebody get a hold of you? Contact me anytime, whether it's through Real Estate Revealed webpage, my webpage, trellium.com. Uh, 630-715-9999 is my cell. Say your, yeah, say that phone number again. 630-715-9999. Always happy to help. Teresa Mueller, wow, we have so many movers and shakers on this show. I'm so excited. I get an education all the time being here. Wow. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host. We're coming up to a quick break. But when we come back, we got Charlie Belfontaine. Not, I know you think he's a movie star because it's a movie star name. But he's the premier home inspector of the Midwest. Randy Barcella, Real Estate Revealed. We'll be right back. Back to the show, sure to answer your questions about the real estate market. Real Estate Revealed with Randy Bursella. Ain't nobody leaving here and we're dancing in the studio. And yes, we do dance every week or we try to. Welcome back to the Real Estate Revealed radio show. Enjoyed every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m., I'm Randy Barcella, your show host. Have you been out to the website, realestaterevealed.com, R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.com? I also have videos on Facebook of everybody in the studio this morning. Yes, I do. Real Estate Revealed on Facebook. Um, a home inspector. Is the home inspector also a code inspector? Wow. I would think yes, but maybe not. Because um, who else to dispel the myths versus reality and debunk all this? He's one of the best, probably the best in the Midwest, Charlie Belfontaine from Chicagoland Home Inspectors, Inc. Good morning, Charlie. And the quick, short answer, and I'm sorry, good morning. The quick, short answer is going to be no. Home inspectors are not code inspectors. Oh, well, you but gave you it know all code. the information away. <laughs> Negative. Um, we don't know all the codes. Okay. All right. That is not our business. And The code guys at the villages don't even know all the codes, I don't think. No, and they don't. And not only that, but they're going to end up tag teaming. So, the, the quick short answer. <laughs> Politics and real estate? No, no I, I didn't mean it that way. I, I meant that. No, I understand. The electrical inspector is going to be a licensed electrician. In the state of Illinois, the plumbing inspector has to be a licensed plumber in order to do that. Um, then you have the mechanicals and the structures that come in there, plus the insulation and the other things that come in there. So each person has their own specialty. Yeah, and most of the code inspectors at the villages and cities, I know them, and they're they're great guys and gals. They are. I couldn't, I couldn't say it any better than that. Um, but they also have the authority, all right? So they're basically police officers. A lot of people don't know that. They actually do have police powers, and they can go ahead and order people to make changes, and they have that kind of power. We don't. We're simple consultants. We do one thing, one thing only, and we try to educate our clients on what it is that they're buying, the good, the bad, the ugly, when they're getting in there. And our whole purpose is to let the client know what it is that they're buying so they can make an educated decision. 
all right? No home is ever going to be perfect, and it is important that we learn codes. And the biggest reason why I say that is when they put all these committees together and they determine what the codes are, they're really coming up with the minimum safe solution to any sort of property. So these are the bare bones minimum. When somebody says it's the code, it's not the safest way to do it, but it's the 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 minimal safeness, if that's even a word. And you know what, people? I say this all the time every month. Appraisers are not inspectors, and FHA does not call for repairs, even if you're an FHA-approved uh, appraiser. And we're not VA inspectors because there are no VA inspectors either. But I tell everybody, go to, if you want to know what's wrong with the house, top to bottom, inside and out, you ask the home inspector because he knows better than the appraiser and that's why you're so valuable. And and that may be true and it may not be true. I'm not trying to be an argumentative it is person true. here. You're always you're too humble on the show. You're the greatest. I you know, people don't realize what it takes to be a licensed home inspector here in the state of Illinois. It takes a minimum of sixty, six zero hour class. You have to follow another seasoned person around on five inspections, and then you get seventy percent on a written exam and send in your fees and then poof. You know, we're now able to help somebody with the largest purchase of their lives. And no disrespect to my colleagues in this room, but I do believe we are the most important person in that real estate transaction. If we don't do what we do and we don't do it well, then our clients end up paying for a whole lot of money for repairs in that home. And that's where it really hurts. All right. And again, it's no disrespect. I love all you guys here. And 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 I think it's and girls. Forgive me. We come in there. And then. But going back to the code stuff and what we should know and shouldn't know, people don't realize that those codes change every year. And when the house is built is the only time that we really can enforce those codes. So, for example, I had a house in Glenview we inspected. The handrails going down the staircase were at 30 inches, all right? Today's code says it's supposed to be between 32 and 34 inches for the handrails on there. So these were too low. So our guards were too low that came in there. They had another um, contractor come in after us, and he said, well, your home inspector should have told you about this. This is a problem. They should have called this out, and my client was mad at me. They didn't want to hear from it, but when that house was built, it was built under the Southern Building Code officials. That's what Glenview used back in the 80s, and it was fine. It was acceptable. And you'll hear a lot of times that people don't have to bring it up to today's date, and that doesn't mean that we can't go ahead and comment on it. But my client was upset because they weren't higher on the handrails and they wanted their money back. At this point in time, they didn't want to hear it from me. And so we're going to do the number one thing and we're going to make things right and we're going to try and let them go. So I'm going to shorten this up again. And like I said, our main goal is to help our clients make good home buying decisions. We want to give them as much knowledge as possible. Um, Even when certain things are not acceptable. They were fine when the house was built, but today, for example, you hear most home inspectors, and I'll name this at you too. Um, you hear most home inspectors say we should have GFIs in the kitchen, we should have GFIs in the bathroom, um, anything in the garage and outside, right? Yes. Yeah. But when that house was built in 1970, there were no GFIs. Charlie, I don't want to rush you or anybody at all. We're coming up to a quick break. You're listening to the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show. Enjoyed every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. here on AM 560 The Answer. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host. Thank you all so much for making this your Sunday habit because without you, we are not here week after month after many, many years later. We'll be right back. More of Charlie Belfontaine. Charlie. 
You're listening to Real Estate Revealed with Randy Parcella. It's not unusual you want to be loved by anyone. It's not unusual you want to have fun. It's not unusual for us to have fun every Sunday morning. Good morning, America. You are listening to the Real Estate Revealed radio show. Enjoy it every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. Right here on AM 560 The Answer. And right before the break, we were going over some great topics. And, of course, she's going to let you know how to get a hold of him. But Charlie Belfontaine is one of the premier home inspectors, period, end of story, anywhere. And he was saying, is an inspector, a home inspector, a code inspector? But he's not. And they are not. However, there's a lot of valuable information that home inspectors know. And after years, the the zoning and the building codes may change from now to 50 years past and whatnot. And so, uh, Charlie, I wanted the audience to know how to get a hold of you. The easiest way to get a hold of us and anybody else on this show is at realestatereveal.com. Simple as can be. And can I interject real quick on the code? Since he was talking about code, from the commercial standpoint, if if an inspector doesn't know, during the attorney approval period, you will definitely want to be talking to the village because that building, if you're going to do any renovations, may have to be up to date ADA, sprinkler, Lights, etc. Occupancy. Could be, it could be super duper expensive. So, what do you think, Charlie, especially when you change the occupancy of a building, mm-hmm. because that's when it starts changing all the different codes. Because something might be for, um, commercial. Um, I'm sorry, it's for an audience, basically, like a theater, and now we're going to be changing it over to a warehouse or office. Different amount of people are allowed to be in a different building, depending right. on whatever that occupancy is. How can somebody get a hold of you? You got a phone number. I know that. 312-544-9180. That's Charlie Belfontaine. Also, get out to the website, realestatereveal.com, R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.com. Um, what a what an asset to this show Charlie Belfontaine is. I've never met a home inspector as good as you are, and there's a lot of great ones out there, but you really know your stuff. Thank you so much. Um, and moving right along here, do you need an attorney on your Illinois real estate purchases? Well, we're going to find out right now from the premier real estate attorney. Yeah, that's Vincent Arricchio, or is it high-octane, Vince? Or are we keeping your Hollywood uh, career on hold? Well, now that Teresa Mueller, your agent, is in, high-octane Vinny. Well, you know, uh, this is where I did want to spend 30 seconds or less. Since the last time I was on the air, I floated and I ran with, you know, Vinny Diesel uh, or Vin Diesel. And I realized, no, no that was already taken. So Vinny. I went to Vinny Octane. Yes. And you want to know what happened? I haven't received a single call. Anyone call me Vinny Octane. It has been so because depressing. Because you just changed it last time to Vinny High Octane. Well, yeah. <laughs> Better than Low Octane. But I was now wa- you're going to get calls. I was watching some YouTube videos and, and, and some uh, N1 uh, basketball videos. And I decided I might go with, Hot sauce. <laughs> I think, you know, there is the professor. I don't know if you guys, anyone in radio land and the demographic may actually have aged out of the end one basketball series. But uh, uh, I'm, I'm deciding between the professor and hot sauce. Is hot, that, is hot sauce G-rated? Uh, it is G-rated uh, medium. Medium, uh, you know, uh, the world would want me to say medium sauce. It can't get too hot. But no. Well, thank you. We'll, we'll, we'll keep it going. I, I'm not allowed to say, you know, you get a discount for calling me hot sauce. Randy's going to get mad at me. But you, will, we'll see, you will. But we'll see how it goes, everybody. Well, yes. Uh, <laughs> the answer to the question, do you need an attorney in Illinois to buy? No. The answer is no, you don't. But you should. And of course, I don't have the credibility. I am the attorney. So you could say. But well, you also do Indiana. So I don't 
don't think you need an attorney in Indiana. Uh, you, it, and that's correct. And I they, want an attorney in every one of my transactions. I don't care where I'm buying I, or well, selling. <laughs> I think it's wise because Charlie just said a phrase that we all agree with. It's one of the biggest, if not the biggest purchases of your life. So why wouldn't you have an attorney? Now, again, I'm the one that does the work. I don't have the credibility because it's so self-serving. Like You could say, well, of course you're going to say it brings you business or that's your model. Well, don't talk to me. Talk to anyone. If you're going to spend all this money, and this is a bad phrase, but it's half joking, you want someone to blame. No, you want someone to rely upon who knows what they're doing. But if it goes sideways, you know, attorneys are responsible to do things right. And you, if you just handle stuff yourself, you have no one to turn to. Can For, I ask you a question, Vince? Yes. So, so Teresa Mueller. It's very uh, common to use an attorney in Illinois and less common in Indiana and some other states. Correct. Do you find, do, do the statistics bear out that there's typically more lawsuits post a closing on states or places that do not use attorneys? Well, I'm going to have to answer that anecdotally. Uh, I don't have the statistics or answers to you specifically, but since working in Indiana, I have literally gotten work from Indiana real estate agents after closings to help people out that if they had an attorney on the front end, like we do in Illinois, it would have solved all those problems. Now, the other reason you want an Illinois attorney or an attorney to help you is the emotion, the factors. You can get a broader perspective. It's very hard to think clearly. It's very hard to think logically when you're representing yourself. Also, after the closing, if issues arise... No attorney is going to just boot you to the corner at the closing and say goodbye. But after a closing, if there's something and you need an advisor or someone to follow up on you, uh, on your behalf for you, the deal is done. How are you going to do that yourself? You don't know what your rights are. You don't know uh, what, what you can do. And then lastly, before the deal's over, if you need to get out of the deal legally, what are your contractual options? I need an attorney, and I recommend everybody get an attorney. Especially one that's called hot sauce. Yeah, right? I love hot, hot sauce. Vinny high-octane Hollywood Vinny. <laughs> now he's hot sauce. I don't know. It changes. But if you see the video that I have posted right now this morning on Real Estate Revealed on Facebook, you'll see how handsome this gentleman is. Hey, uh, Vince, how can somebody get a hold of you, brother? Oh, I can't say it enough. Of course, first go to realestatereveal.com. We have our website with videos and advice uh, at reallawchicago.com and our phone number, 312 312- Two six three zero zero one zero. Thank you. One more time. Phone number three one two two six three zero zero one zero. Vincent Arricchio, the premier real estate attorney, both commercial and industrial and residential, and Indiana and Illinois. Wow, we're taking a quick break, but we're going to come back with Mark Makina from Baird Warner. Back to Real Estate Revealed with your host, Randy Barcella. Welcome back to the Real Estate Revealed radio show. Enjoyed every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host. And uh, wow, where did this hour go? If you missed any part of the show, don't worry. Tomorrow, Monday afternoon, podcast. Yeah, you can listen to any one of the past two years worth of shows on the website. Um but we've got uh, the premier real estate attorney from Baird & Warner, Mark McKenna, here. And he said, what purchase makes more sense for you as a buyer? Single family home? You don't always have to. There's great condos. There are townhomes. I don't know. Good morning, Mark McKenna. And how am I supposed to follow Vinny the hot sauce? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> you got to have your own name. Come up with your own name. Mark, Mark the hotter sauce. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Former name was Polish Prince. You know, yes, I, I like, like it. Oh. I like it. 
Yeah, so but let's uh, let's get who should buy what. Uh, you know, and probably going to talk mostly about first-time home buyers, but uh, it really depends on the cost, whatever you can afford, convenience, and lifestyle. Uh, but quick uh, differences between what a condo, what a townhouse, and what a single-family home is or it isn't. So condominium, just the simplest way. Imagine you see an apartment building with units inside. Instead of renting those, you actually own the space within the four walls. Nothing else. Everything else, all the common elements, the walls, the building, the hallways, the landscape, it's owned by the uh, association. Townhome, it's like a smaller home, usually attached by one or two walls to another home. And sometimes you see those uh, in a row or maybe like quads, like four different uh, homes attached in the corners. Uh, and most of them actually do have an association as well. And at the end, you know, single family home, it's a freestanding building on a piece of land that you own outright. And you can do pretty much anything you want. So, you know, if you're a, a buyer, you have to consider all those things. Uh, first is cost to get into. Most of the time, getting a condo or a townhome is a lot cheaper than getting a single family home. Of course, in the big cities like, you know, Chicago, downtown area, you can buy a million dollar condo uh, that would be, you know, out of most people's price range. But getting into the price, you can get in there, own it for less money. Uh, the only thing you have to consider, some of the financing options are might not be available on the condos uh, like FHA or VA. Uh, to, to get a VHA or VA, uh, FHA or VA uh, you have to the, the condo has to be approved for that for that. And, uh, and Mark, I hear a lot of people don't want a house anymore because they don't want to shovel snow or cut grass, so they go to a townhouse or condo. There we go. There is that. That's another thing. It's a maintenance and cost of maintenance. You are paying a so-called association fee, which usually you know covers a lot of those things. Uh, they shovel the snow, they cut the grass, they take care of the landscape. Uh, the common insurance is paid. You don't have to worry about the roof uh, if anything goes wrong. Versus when you own a house, those are big ticket expenses and, you know, time consuming exp expenses that you have to do yourself. So it might not be for everyone. Depends on your lifestyle. You know, if you're a young professional that's always busy working and then you want to have friends, uh, fun with friends, the single family home might not be for you. Also, you know, if you have a family uh, with kids, you need a piece of land, a backyard for the kids, for the dogs to run around. The condo or townhouse might not be for you. So basically, you have to get down, talk, you know, sit down, talk with your clients, and go over all the different options to make their, sure they're buying the right place well, for we're them. We're really going over the wants yeah. versus needs. Uh, that's the first step of, of purchasing a property. Mark, how can somebody get a hold of you? The best way is go on our website here, realestatereveal.com. Also, you can call me directly at my cell phone, 847-790-6749. And again, 847-790-6749. And for all my Polish friends, you can call me in Polish. I speak fluent Polish. Nostrovia. And I understand it's your wife's birthday, sir. You bought, I don't want to say what you bought her, but it's her wife's birthday. <laughs> so what's her name? And say happy birthday in Polish uh, to your wife. Her name is Eva, uh, Polish Eva. And wszystkiego uh, najlepszego, dużo zdrowia. Happy birthday, honey. Stolat. Wow. You That's still Mark call her Martina. honey? That's no, sweet. <laughs> hey, uh, you know what? We're, I can't believe we're at the end of the show. Uh, be well, everybody. Make it a great week, and I can't wait to see you here next Sunday morning on Real Estate Revealed on AM 560 The Answer. Be good to yourself, be good to others, and tell someone each day that you love them. 